are now listening to Vertical Reality. I am your host, Tania Riaga, and I'm so grateful to be here today. You can find the Instagram of the podcast as vertical.reality. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Vertical Reality. Today we're going to talk about tattoos. Yes, my favorite topic ever. The art of tattooing has itself been around for thousands of years. While we don't know the exact date of origin or the purpose of it, it is known to be an ancient practice. And not only ancient, but also in some cultures, it was considered a ritual and it was considered spiritual. So I'm going to give a few examples that I thought were super interesting and I think are pretty relevant with different cultures around the world and different tribes. So let's start. In Papua New Guinea, men displayed prominent tattoos on the chest related to their success in the headhunt with designs or figures of the heavens and nature. Women, on the other hand, were tattooed from head to toe in order to prove their worth. Now, here's the interesting thing. First, the tattoos would reflect a staple of the New Guinea culture, but it was also believed that when a tribe's member was tattooed with a symbol, whether it was the stars or a predatory animal, a spiritual power was lent to him or her. The tattoo would mean a sort of protection from intrusion by evil spirits and the cleansing of the soul. For the Fulani, a tribe in West Africa, since they put a huge emphasis on beauty, they have a ritual for when a girl becomes a woman and acceptable for marriage. Usually, in a single sitting, a Fulani tattooist would prick the face of a tribe woman hundreds of times with a razor-sharp tool. Oof, that sounds horrifying, to be honest. <laughs> Big shout out to all the Fulani tribes women. <laughs> that sounds insane. But while the process was supposed to show one's beauty, it was believed it endowed one with heightened spiritual ability. The ancient Britons, for example, tattooed for many reasons, like battle pride, worshipping, and recreational activities. And it's actually so interesting to me because if you look up the images of the ancient Britons, in most drawings you'll see how their bodies were covered with tattoos. Another example is the Aztecs. They tattooed for one sole purpose, ritual. They would get a tattoo in order to learn and appreciate faithfulness and would simply imply devotion and loyalty to a particular god of choice as they had many gods for different purposes. They would also get totem animals or spirit guides tattooed. They would select an animal to be their spirit guide based on their feelings of empathy for the creature and actually, you know, many cultures and tribes did this too. In ancient Polynesian society, the origin of the English word tattoo actually comes from the Tahitian word tatao. Nearly everyone was tattooed. It was an integral part of ancient Tahitian culture and was much more than a body ornament. Tattooing indicated rank in society. It was a sign of wealth, of strength, and of the ability to endure pain. In ancient Egypt, several mummies, mostly female, were discovered also with tattoos. There were many theories of what it meant. Some people thought it was prostitutes that only wore tattoos. But then they realized through the discovery of new mummies that actually these tattoos were thought to have been worn by a priestess to honor Hathor, who was goddess of fertility. 
They were also apparently worn by other women as symbolic protection of a child in the womb and during childbirth. For the Maori people of New Zealand, a tattoo was also considered part of a secret ritual. If a Maori was highly ranked, it was certain that the person would be tattooed, and anyone without status would likely have no tattoos. The interesting thing here is that while tattoos are often seen as a rebellious act in Western culture, in Maori culture they were expected. To refuse to be tattooed was the rebellious act. So. Obviously, not all cultures were into tattooing. For example, in Japan, they still, up to this day, think of tattoos as a very frowned upon thing because it was actually the Japanese mafia that had tattoos, the yakuza. In the 1600s, the government enacted a policy that said that all criminals must be tattooed, and this would obviously make it difficult for Japanese in general to gain acceptance of tattoos again in society, as this policy endured for over 200 years, which is a long time. So a similar thing happened in Mexico too, because most people that had tattoos in our grandparents' time, or parents' time even, would be criminals. And so yes, every time I get a new tattoo, I can feel my family very disappointed. And I even remember a time when my grandmother said to me that I would look like an actual criminal. <laughs> but it is actually amazing to see that tattoos are not a recent thing. Most people say like, oh, these young people with all those tattoos. But tattoos are ancient, man. Okay, get with the program. <laughs> Just kidding. But tattoos are ancient. And in so many cultures, they used to be, and are, I think, spiritual, transcendent, and part of rituals and beliefs. I believe that tattoos nowadays are the exact same thing still, whether we are aware of it or not. Maybe there is a modern facade to it, and definitely more individualistic. It's no longer about tribe or culture or rank many times, but it is still sometimes a ritual. It is still transcendent, and for me, it is also very spiritual. I have friends that have gotten tattoos and think they mean nothing, or people who think that tattoos are actually not cool at all. Let me just say all opinions are valid. I personally think tattoos are incredible. I love them so much, as you can tell already. <laughs> I think they are spiritual growth and involve deep subconscious work, and that tattoos are somehow divine. Personally, every time I've gotten a new tattoo, it has either defined the past, the present, or sets the tone for the future. And I also think that even though we believe tattoos are forever this one piece of art, at the same time, their meaning is ever-changing. It evolves. It's like the tattoo evolves itself. It's a weird concept for the people that don't have tattoos, but people who do have tattoos see them as ever-changing, like the meaning changes. Sometimes we feel the spot changes, like something changes. It alters. Our body alters. So it is definitely a strange concept. Maybe sometimes in the present, we don't understand fully why we chose that specific tattoo with the owl or the axe or whatever, but maybe in the future it comes to you, the deeper understanding of maybe something you didn't get in that specific moment. And I wanted to talk today about tattoos, because in this crazy pandemic, I got my fourth tattoo, the 8th of June of 2020, just in case if I want to come back in 10 years and hear about my tattoo. <laughs> I wanted to save the date. <laughs> 
So it was the past Monday. And obviously tattoos have been something that have intrigued me for such a long time. I am the first person in my close family to get tattoos. So it is obviously a shock for everyone. But I also wanted to dig deeper within cultures that I just mentioned, within my own ancestors like the Aztecs that also had tattoos. But now I'm going to talk to you, dear listener, about my own personal history of tattoos. So the first tattoo I got was in Australia. Now I know what you're thinking, you're like, oh my god, this girl is always talking about Australia. Look, I know, okay? (laughs) Bear with me for just a couple of more podcast episodes. Um, I feel so bad because I've been only talking about Australia lately. Um, I just think that it was like the start of my spiritual growth. Well, I mean, everything is considered spiritual growth, but definitely it became more important there, I think. But I also, for example, lived in Vietnam and Thailand, and I haven't even talked about that. But also because I think it's not so recent, like there's some memories that I don't even remember anymore. (laughs) about those places which is so sad (laughs) but anyways that is definitely not the point so bear with me this is just the first tattoo and the other three tattoos will be in Mexico so the first tattoo I got was in Australia I was looking for a bird that represented freedom and for me personally Australia was a moment of liberating freedom with the country, with my friends, with my situation, with my ex-boyfriend, with traveling within Aussieland. Everything was freeing and liberating in a way. So I was looking for a bird, but none of the Australian birds matched my energy. I mean, in a way they kind of all did, but I didn't see myself tattooed on my body. Like I couldn't imagine them. For example, there's this beautiful Australian bird called Rainbow Lorikeet and it's filled with rainbow colors. And I was like, I don't want any colors on my tattoos. And I don't feel like I can get that bird without the colors. It makes no sense. So I thought about it for a long time until I thought of the white ibis. So the white ibis is known as the bin chicken there. They are like frowned upon birds because they eat from the trash. They steal your food sometimes. (laughs) Now, I know that for some of you, this may sound like a horror film and you might be saying like, Tanya, you tattooed yourself a chicken that eats out of the dump? And the answer is yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) But for me, the white ibis is actually a secret bird. The story behind this wonderful bird is that they used to live in the wetlands before the droughts, and then they moved to the cities and learned to survive there, and yes, sometimes through eating garbage. The thing is, they are these powerful birds that forgot who they truly were, but survived because of it. And even sometimes looking at them in the city was incredible, watching like these ancient birds soaring through the skies. They have survived, they are free, they are ancient, and in Egyptian myth and aboriginal stories, they are actually sacred. In the present, this tattoo meant for me my time in Australia. They were also the first bird that I saw in Australia that completely caught my attention. This huge bird. <laughs> and it has like a long beak and it's it's strange looking. Like it definitely catches your eye. If anybody has not seen what a white ibis slash bin chicken looks like, definitely look them up. They are amazing. I love them. And so it meant for me my time in Australia and also the fact that it was like the first bird I fell in love with. I was like, what is this strange? 
ancient animal and I looked up their history and apparently not a lot of people in Australia actually know where they're from because they're considered like the pigeons of Australia <laughs> like nobody really likes them there I considered all things when I was about to get this tattoo and now looking back I think it was the symbol of Australia and my freedom but at the same time it was also it was a reminder to myself that I am an ancient soul that I am unique and sacred too that it isn't just a place that makes me it's me and that survival makes you sometimes I think I learned many many lessons and I obviously love that tattoo actually it was so nice because that tattoo I thought it was going to be such a painful experience but like the guy that did my tattoo was actually really gentle and didn't have like a firm grasp so it was such a nice tattoo like I felt that tattoos were so horrifying so for it to be my first tattoo was actually super super nice the second tattoo was actually a few months later when I was already back in Mexico City and my life was taking a shift for the worst when I had come back from Australia. I think I've talked about this many times, or I feel like I have. But somehow I got the Eye of Medusa or the Evil Eye. So I don't know if you've seen it. It's like this blue symbol of protection and it's an eye. It's so beautiful. Back then I didn't know it, but I would be involved in so many difficult situations to come. And I would be... Later after this tattoo, I would be later in a very low vibrational energy and it's as if destiny and life knew that I would need a symbol to protect me, whether you believe in those things or not. And so now I have a third eye that protects me on my wrist and it's interesting because I thought it was meaningless at the time. I had just seen a picture of like the same eye on another girl and I was like, wow, I, I want that. Like, let's just do it. Like, I'm getting used to tattoos now. And I thought it was meaningless. But it turns out it wasn't. I was actually going to face so many inner demons and so many storms that I actually needed that protection on my wrist. <laughs> Which is incredible to me and mystical as well. Because at that moment, I didn't know it was going to help me so much. And now every time I look at it, I feel like such a powerful energy coming through it. Like, it's protecting me always. So my third tattoo was after all this happened, like after, you know, after fatal turn of events, lots of partying, of entering a very depressed mindset, of completely losing myself to fate and cursing the things that had happened, I got my third tattoo. And it was just when I was starting to feel better, like coming out of this state of mind. And it was just the surface of it, though. I think I was still pretty deep in. So this tattoo was actually my most painful tattoo so far, and it was no coincidence that it was. Also, the woman that did my tattoo was so spiritually aligned. It was crazy for me at the time how someone could be so trusting towards the universe. And right now, she's like a soul sister to me, and also I still consider her like a sort of witch slash shaman queen. <laughs> So this tattoo, my third tattoo, was of my sun sign in the zodiac, which is Capricorn, for anyone out there that was curious. So Victoria, the tattoo artist, actually said so many things to me before we started. She lit some incense and said to me that this would be the tattoo that would help me break through all the tough cycles I was going through at that time. And it would help me also in becoming my most earthy and rooted self. 
and I gotta say, it did hurt like hell. It really did. So when I asked her why I was hurting so much, she said to me, because this tattoo will take you to the turn of events that you need. It's taking you out of the shell and rooting you. And I was like, whoa, who is this amazing witch tattooing me right now? <laughs> and actually, that was the first time that I actually felt tattoos weren't only meaningful, but they were also spiritual. And everything she said to me came true, by the way. And I finally understood because it literally was with me through the roughest tide of getting over a depression, a country, and an ex all at the same time. If a zodiac sign can do that, it's a Capricorn for sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think all zodiac signs can do that <laughs> if they put the right amount of energy into healing. For sure. So by this point, after that third tattoo, after my Capricorn tattoo, it had hurt so much that a lot of time had to pass for me to get my fourth tattoo. When I say a lot of time, you have to consider that I am a young woman. So a lot of time could be like four months maybe in my head. <laughs> but considering that those three tattoos before had been done very close together in time, this was like having a pause. After my third tattoo, I was like, I need a pause. Like this hurt like hell. It was definitely like an experience of actually crying of pain with it. So I was like, whoa, I need a break from tattoos. And also for a reason, my Capricorn tattoo was doing a lot of inner work and was becoming very rooted and grounded. So now we're going to talk about my fourth tattoo. My fourth tattoo came to me in such a weird but very necessary time. For some reason, it has become clear to me that the energy overall in the world these past few months has been very, very intense. My Capricorn tattoo all of a sudden felt very still and very drained with the energy of Earth, as all of us have been. And the past few days for me with the eclipse and the full moon in Sagittarius have actually been the worst. So much traumas and inner demons coming out to play, so much doubt, very little trust, such short amounts of sleep as well. I would have been sleeping easy about five hours max each day within the last few days. And that is such little time to sleep, to be honest. So all of these things had been coming up. I had become deeply insecure in the state of the world and also with myself. So my fourth tattoo was supposed to happen way before the pandemic, and it was actually supposed to be a triangle. But for some reason, I changed my mind. I backed out so many times, and I was so unsure of getting it, until divine timing came to play. Turns out Fadi, the tattoo artist, was moving out of her studio into a new one, and she was taking very, very few people to tattoo. And then after that, she wouldn't be able to tattoo because of her moving. So I was like, okay, it's now or never. I messaged her that actually I didn't want the triangle anymore, but wanted a butterfly instead. She said, yes, I'll do your design. Can you come Monday? And without hesitation, I said, yes. <laughs> it sounds like such a romantic story. It feels like a proposal, like, and without hesitation, I said, yes. Okay, it is kind of like a proposal. It is like a romantic story. I think of my tattoos as romantic as well as spiritual and ancient and everything. I just love tattoos, as you can probably tell. So the night before this tattoo, I had started seeing a shift in energy. It was becoming less dense, more fun, and lighthearted. I didn't know if it was me or the world shifting, but after such intense times, it felt incredibly beautiful. I slept very few hours that night, too. Nonetheless, I showed up for my fourth tattoo. So from the start, 
Patty and I were having so much fun. And it was so nice actually seeing her because we had met before and we've been friends um, for a while. Not that long, but yeah, we used to see each other here and there. And it was super nice to see her again. So before we started, I remember going to the bathroom and setting the intention for the new tattoo. So the intention was for the new to come to me, that this tattoo would represent for me. I had never ever intentioned a tattoo before, and with this one I said, please universe, guides, angels, archangels, let this dense energy leave and for it to become what I truly am, so that the changes that will happen next in my life will be light-hearted and beautiful. I felt that was such a pure intention because I truly wanted that to be my future. I really wanted to get out of that dense negative energy because I don't feel that's who I am. So I asked for that, and when I went in with Patty to get my tattoo, when I felt the needle, I remember the volts of energy through my skin. It was an incredible feeling because I had no pain. So my past two tattoos had been very painful, and I hadn't felt that energy since the first tattoo that I got, that was the Finchick and the White Ibis. I felt pleasure, like I was in ecstasy and flying and almost falling asleep. And now, for those of you who have gotten tattoos, you probably have had a person that had a gentle hand or something. So you know what I mean with this. But also, it was way more than just Patty's gentleness. It was divine timing. It was the fact that I had chosen her and the fact that I felt the energy of the future pour through me like electricity. It was unbelievable. So far, it's been my favorite tattoo. Not necessarily because of the design, although I am in love with the design, but what the intention and the energy actually drew to me through my soul and not only my body. I came back to my house and wrote in my journal, Thank you, universe, because today I am flying after a long time of being on Earth. I feel my Gemini rising, yes, I am a Gemini rising, <laughs> flooding me. No longer only of Earth, of Capricorn, of here, but now also flying, also joining the divine and the above in co-creation. The energy where everything flows, transforms, becomes in gentleness. The softness of learning through the gentle flutter of wings that can take you through different realms. Thank you for this newly found brightness that sets the tone for my present and future. So looking back at all of this, I definitely understand now the tattoos are spiritual growth. It's like tracing a map of your soul onto your body. We think they may be meaningless or just art, but if you think about your tattoos, I'm sure there's a deep subconscious motivation behind it. Something representing your past or present or setting the tone for the future. And not only subconscious, but divine and sacred too. The day of my fourth tattoo, I reflected upon this, and it became very clear to me. I have transformed my body with tattoos, tracing the map, tracing a life path, and new divine awakenings, because all my tattoos have been exactly that. And I wanted to share with all of you a small quote I came upon that same day that was like my entire mood for the moment, and also I felt it represented my new butterfly tattoo. It says, the way I look so fragile, yet here in my hand is an assurance of eternity. This is a quote by Rumi. And yes, I felt I literally flew the whole day. I felt like such an air sign. And it was no coincidence because I tattooed myself a butterfly. 
a mariposa, the transformational, into a new way of being. I felt lighter for sure and felt the whole embodiment of whatever I tattooed onto myself. And I always feel that. But it's become more obvious to me. Before, I thought it was just meaningful. But now I feel it's sacred. And not only sacred, but spiritual. So to conclude, spirituality often refers to one's personal journey. Like many of the example of different tribes and cultures around the world, there is a pursuit of self-betterment and identifying with symbolism. And that is also very ancient, but at the same time, it is very new, too. Even if tattooing nowadays doesn't involve a tribal ritual, it serves as a form of expression. I believe that through tattooing, people become better connected to themselves and better connected to their soul and even better connected to the spiritual world too. And that's basically it from me today. I really wanted to share that and would love it if you guys could send me any anecdotes of your personal tattoo stories. I would love to hear about it. You guys are amazing. I am grateful for each one of you beautiful souls listening. Remember that the Instagram for the podcast is vertical.reality. Until next time. <music>